hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. Hope everybody slept well last night and you're ready to hit the day out jumping and a running. And today as the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. My friends, God has given us another day. There's breath in your lungs. As long as there's breath in our lungs, we need to praise the Lord Almighty. So man, let's make today the best we can. And that's up to you. Only you can decide how you want it to be. Yeah, there can be things that can happen during the day that can uh, not be up to your uh, par of excellence. But nonetheless, we can use this day to serve the Lord. So if you're dreading going to work, let's work like we're working for the Lord. Let's use it for His glory. You never know who you may run into, who the Lord may send your way to minister to and witness to. So let's make today the best we can. All right, my friends. Let's see what we got watching this morning. Amy Oaks-Turner, Tracy Little, Darlene Barker, Carolyn Kelly, Jennifer Honeycutt, Jerry Keller, Angel Dixon, Kelly Janice Swift, Terry Hutchison, good morning to all you wonderful, cool cats and kittens. All right, my friends, let's uh, do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges. Good morning, Brandy Boyd Young, Eileen Zoner, Mike Hensley, Karen Smith. Appreciate you guys and gals for tuning in this morning. All right, my friends. Well, of course, we saw last night that uh, Trump announced his uh, presidency campaign, which no surprise. I think a lot of people saw it coming. I want to be optimistic, but based on what I saw in Arizona and how that election was stolen, and I think the presidential election was stolen, I'll be really shocked and surprised if he gets back in there. I hope he does, but uh, I just uh, just don't see it happening. I hope I'm wrong, and uh, they, they don't want him in there, and to see him in power again uh, makes the Pelosi's of the world uh, cry rivers of tears. So, I don't know. Like I said, Lord's in control. He knows what's he, he'll put in there who he, who he wants in there. You know, that's the thing. Uh, I think it might have been Eileen might have put something on there the other day talking about that um, we don't need to put our trust in uh, uh, men and politicians, leaders. We got to put our trust in God, and that's where we got to put our trust, and that's where it's got to lie at. And understand that uh, God's in control. And when you do that, and life will be a whole lot easier. I know politics makes you angry; it makes me angry, and uh, no doubt about it, it makes me fighting mad. Uh, it brings out the redneck side of me. But uh, we're just going to just, just keep on keeping on, friends. Don't ne neglect our ability to try to vote, to try to make a difference, to make a voice. Uh, we don't need to sit on our laurels and do nothing, but uh, we still need to understand where the, where the power truly lies. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. My favorite Bible verse, and uh, one I've quoted many, many times, Isaiah 40, 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary, and they will walk and not faint. Praise the Lord for that wonderful passage of Scripture this morning. 
That's one I have used many, many times, particularly when I'm running. You're probably thinking, oh, no, he's going to talk about running again. <laughs> I can't help it. I know I'll probably uh, drive you all nuts talking about uh, running, and this is something I enjoy. But, you know, even the Apostle Paul referred to the race that we are in. And in a race, and when you're running particularly, it's easy to grow tired and grow weary. And you just want to say, you know what, let's just forget this. I'm going to call it a day and walk back home. But when you're in a race, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're driven. You know, you've worked hard to get to that point. And uh, even though I, I've never won a race, you know, I still, I still place pretty high. Uh, I think my best time was three and a half miles and 19 minutes was my best time. But, uh, you know, I, uh, it just, it's just something about that competitive spirit, if you will. You know, I, I, I love to. I think that's why when I'm on the road, I don't like people to pass me. I feel like I'm in the race. You know, I want to make sure I'm out in the lead, out in the front. I have to reel myself in like I'm not in a race. I'm not in a hurry. And if it's not me saying that, it's, it's uh, the, the woman I live with who's uh, in my ear slow down. So. But anyway, you know, it is, uh, uh, we are in a race, so to speak. And so it's easy in our spiritual life, our mental and emotional aspects of our lives to grow weary. It's easy to want to say, hey, I want to give up. I can't keep going on. I don't know how much more I can take. I'm at the end of my rope. You know, it's it's easy to say, you know, I, I just, I can't do it anymore. And it is hard. It is tough. And it feels like we're climbing hills and mountains. And it just seems like, man, it's just one battle after another. And it does wear on you over time. You know, you say, man, can I not just have just, just a decent day, just one good day? And if you're like me, you have those days where you drop everything. And when you're fat, that ain't fun. And I get tired of having to bend over and pick stuff up. And it is not, I notice the older I get, the harder it is for me to get down on the ground to get something and get back up again, you know. And, uh, you know, it's so... You have those days where nothing just seems to go right, and it's just one daggone thing after another. But, you know, here's the thing that we need to look at as well. That, uh, you know, we look at uh, this weariness that we are in a lot of times, is that, you know, the Israelites, you know, here they were uh, they were going through a lot of hardship. And, and particularly uh, when they lived in exile in Babylon, uh, they're, they're, they had despairing thoughts. Their, 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 their perspective was darkened. And they thought that God couldn't help or didn't care. And I think that describes a lot of Christians as well, that we get in a state of despair. They think, well, does God even hear me? Does God even listen to me? Does God even care? It's easy to have that kind of same mentality as the Israelites are. But God does care, and God does love us, and he does want the best for us. And we can, you know, and that's why we see this in this span of these verses, particularly verses 27 through 31, that even though that we may be weak in spirit and we may have hard circumstances, we, one thing we need to understand is that the Lord is the everlasting God. He is the creator to the ends of the earth. He doesn't grow faint. He doesn't grow weary. Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, even though we, we get to the point where we're tired, you know, it don't matter if you're 80. It don't matter if you're 17. You know, I think a lot of people think, well, well I wish I still had the, the stamina of, of a teenager, and that wouldn't be bad. I like to have the metabolism of a teenager, and so I uh, get this weight off. But the thing is, everybody grows tired. Everybody goes weary. It doesn't matter where you're at and what stage of life. Everybody has their limits, uh, so to speak, is what I'm trying to driving at here. And one thing for sure is that God loves us, and he doesn't grow weary. He doesn't grow tired. And it's not that God is waiting for us to get to, you know, we have to work 
and then God helps us the rest of the way. God is there always, and he's always helping us and spurring us on and driving us forward so that we don't give up the fight, that we keep on going forward. We have God's strength. Uh, and so we expect, you know, that's like we see here in Isaiah, is that, you know, we have physical rest. We have exercise and diet and all this kind of things. But uh, I like this little little quote here. It says, but while those are God are all God given sources of strength, they cannot give us the deepest strength we need when we come to the end of ourselves. Isaiah acknowledges this. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. We see it in Isaiah 40, 30. In other words, even those in their prime will with perfect health have limits. We have a strong we have, we need a stronger strength to match our deep discouragements. And the only way we can do that is being obedient to the Lord, is depending upon Him. Again, it, get, it comes down to the fact to show total, utter dependence upon God. And if, is that what you're doing? You know, are you relying on yourself? Are you relying on your own abilities? You're relying on your own gifts, your own talents. You're relying on yourself. We have to rely on God totally, utterly, and completely. Show dependence upon Him. And that's the only way we're going to make it through this thing called life. Because, I don't know about you, but I have those days of despair. I have those days of discouragement. I have those days of depression. I have those days of fear. I have those days of anxiety. I have those days. So I'm not separate from those just because I'm a pastor. I may have them even more so because I'm a pastor. Because the devil don't like that I'm I'm stepping in his territory. He don't like that uh, the battle that I'm leading and, and, and what I'm trying to do to encourage others in their walk as well. And so that's why he tries to get me down before I come up to speak or whatever it may be. And, you know, and so that's why we have to rely on God, give us the ability. That's why every time I speak or preach or teach, I rely on God. I can't do it on my own. That's why, you know, I've told you before, I, when I study, I have to really study hard. It doesn't come easy for me. You know, like my dad, he's a walking computer, and he can quote, he can literally see pages in the Bible and quote them off. I don't have that gift. I don't have that ability. So I have to do twice the work. And so, and even then, all I can pray is, Lord, I've read the words of man. You put the words in my mouth which you want heard. You put the words in my mouth which you need the people to hear. And I show, and I, all I can do is have total dependence upon him to get me through whatever sermon, teaching, whatever it is I'm doing, or whatever it is I'm doing in life in general. I, should, I have to have total dependence upon him to get me through the day. And if you're feeling down, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling that anxiety, you're feeling that fear, you've got to give that over to God. You've got to give your dependence upon him so that he can strengthen you, so that he can give you that encouragement that you need. And, you know, and that's one thing that uh, I hate to keep reading to you, but another little good quote here I saw said, As Christians, we look to Jesus who came to us and said, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's Matthew eleven twenty eight, by the way. Uh, he carried the burden of our sin and judgment upon himself on the cross. He rose again and sent his spirit to empower us and strengthen us in all our weaknesses. And we now look to him and wait for him to work ultimately, looking to the day when Jesus returns to set all things right and make all things new. So remember, all these things we're going through right now are only temporary. Yes, I, you know, I've used the illustration before that, you know, it seems like we're, you know, it's just the, the, the struggles and trials we're going through, it seems like it takes forever you know, I thought, you know, we may never, you know, we should meet 
the anticipation of, of, of waiting for God. That's when you see that wait upon the Lord. We see it in this verse, wait, is that anticipation of what God is going to, has, has, you know, that expectation of what God has promised us. And so we should look forward to that time in heaven where there's no more pain, no more sorrow. And we expect God to help us and to strengthen us and to encourage us. That's what this is talking about, is waiting upon the Lord, not not just rant, just, just sitting in silence in a room, but waiting on the Lord, you know, knowing, expecting that he will strengthen you and encourage you. And so it seems like for, in this life of trials, like it takes forever, just like a kid waiting on Christmas, but the fact remains, we trust in Him, and we know that God's going to get us through this life. And one day, we will have the life to come, the promise has been given us, that we want to endure all these battles anymore. No more physicalities that, we, that, um, that may be bringing you down, mental, emotional, people who have hurt you deeply. The, God will heal that in, in total completion one day in heaven. You know, I was talking to an individual yesterday, and I said, you know, what's sad is, 90% of women that I have counseled have been uh, uh, sexually molested, as uh, whether young girls or teenagers. And it's sad. It's heartbreaking. I wish I could reach in and, and take that pain away. Or when I'm doing grief counseling to see the, the brokenness, the sadness, I wish I could reach in and take that pain away. I can't, but God can. God can give you that healing. God can give you that restoration, but you've got to trust in him. Yes, the pain is there. The devil wants to use those thoughts to plague you and to hurt you. And that's a, another form of PTSD, which is literally a trauma to the brain. You know, you see physical trauma, but sometimes you don't always see the mental trauma that exists. And so the devil wants to play on that. But that's when you have to say, no, I'm not going to allow the devil to plague my mind today, my emotions today, my mental state today. Get thee behind me, Satan. I'm not dealing with this today. I trust in God Almighty. I trust in Jesus Christ. And he will get me through this day. He will strengthen me. He will encourage me. And I will rise as a warrior. I will rise as a child of God. And he will give me that ability to endure today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. I will not live in fear. I will not live in pain. I will live in the fullness of Jesus Christ. And my friends, that's what you've got to do each and every day. Give that to him. And when you feel weary, just like those times when I was running and wanted to give up, I would quote this verse over and over again, that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Let us pray. Now, Father Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful message this morning. Thank you for this verse. Help us, Lord Jesus, when we feel faint, when we feel weary, depend upon you, the one who never grows weary, the one who never grows tired. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be strengthened and encouraged. Help us to serve you well. Lord, for Zoom, watch you're listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this morning, to watch over, protect them, keep them safe and well, be with our children, spouses, so they're going to school, work, or play, but a holy edge of protection about them, keep them safe and well. Lord, lead us this day and let us be used for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. My friends, don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we dive back into God's Word and see where He may take us on this next new journey. And I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.